I'd rather you get hurt today than die early. I'd rather you get hurt in the gym than sit on a couch and die of a heart attack. So lay off the excuses of, I don't want to get hurt, okay? Get your butt in the gym, find a, find a personal trainer, and let's get, some, let's get some strength on that body. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board-certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to The Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. Barrett. We've arrived at 2023, episode 31. Hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season and a happy new year. We are in 2023. Dr. B, welcome to episode 31. Happy New Year. You happy just New got, Year. Got down working out. How was your workout? It was exhausting. Yeah? It was good. You started it early. I'm a little tired right now. I was about to say you're an early morning riser. Uh, not not by choice. <laughs> I'd much rather sleep in, my friend. It is. It's much easier when, when to you, sleep in. Yeah. Oh, listen. People just think uh, once you are healthy, you just it's easy. You just keep doing it. <laughs> it's still a grind, you know. And so, what is your? It's still a grind. Not you know, not eating a particular food, or waking up early, or training every day, or choosing. Health. So, what is your morning routine to wake up and get going? Jump out of bed as soon as I can. I don't know. You don't jump. No one jumps out of bed. Oh, yeah. What's your morning routine? I mean, I have mine. So, well, it depends on the day. Um, if it's a Tuesday, Thursday, I'm going to train. No, I'm talking like first thing in the morning. Uh huh. If if you're laying there and you're oh. like, if I can just get, do this one mm. thing, I'll wake up and move, get moving. I don't know, man. How many times I hit the snooze button before Ooh. it's too late? For for me, yeah, I've got if I don't, I've got to go and I got to put cold water on my face as okay. soon as I wake up and brush my teeth. If I can get that toothbrush in my mouth, it's like yeah. I'm started. You're ready. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't particularly have one. Honestly, I fight every morning. Most mornings I fight <laughs> to drag myself out of bed mm. and get the day going. Um, I mean, I sleep well, right? Seven, eight hours a night, easy, good quality sleep, good architecture, good deep sleep, good room sleep. But man, when four o'clock hits, it's it's still in the middle of the night. It's still in the middle of the night. <laughs> yes, that is in the middle of the night, and you've got three youngins, and people have people that listen to this have youngins too, and. I just said youngins, and I have never said that in my entire life. And so yeah, you're we have young children. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get into it, guys. Welcome to episode 31. But before we do, we ran a contest, and everyone that gave us a five-star rating and a five-star review, thank you. That's exactly, we really appreciate that. We ended the year with a ton of those, and we truly, truly appreciate your feedback. And the winner, Dr. Barrett, do you want to announce the winner? Yeah, Eliza. Eliza Dickinson. Congratulations, Eliza. Thank you so much for... The review, 
If you want to, you're more than welcome to swing by Armor Health and get with the ladies at the front desk, and they will get everything coordinated with you. But again, thank you, Eliza, for that review and for that five-star. We appreciate it. Very much so. 2023, we're going to roll, and we're going to start with Pillars of Health. Yeah, well, over the next coming coming episodes, I want to lay a foundation for people to help them understand what health is um, and why you need to be doing these things consistently before you start trying to do cold showers and do coffee enemas and snort zen. You know, it's one of the things where you're trying to... Um, it's like you eat, eat a camel but choke on a gnat. You're, you're in a sense, um, we need to build foundational pillars for our health. And then once we've established a healthy foundation, then we can start right sprinkling on a little bit of cold shower, water, uh, cold water therapy, or sauna, or contrast work, right? We can... Um, implement fasting protocols. We can have we can have better conversations about hey, should I should I consume kale or not because the oxalic acids in it. You know, I get, people complicate health. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my goal was like, hey, New Year, let's talk pillars of health before we before you can get into the the weeds of like you said biohacking or cold showers. Like if you're not, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know if you're not doing pillar of health that we're going to talk about maybe a cold shower isn't really going to benefit you that much let's focus on the foundations first yeah that's exactly right if your nervous system is stressed out because you're not sleeping well you're pounding a bunch of um chemicals kind of stay active red bulls yeah sure you know what do you what's i mean let's be honest what's cold shower going to do nothing cool what do you want to talk about first um so i wanted to kind of come out of the gates with strength training and why it's so important. Um, I think there's just some massive misconception with it. Mm. And so I wanted to kind of debunk some myths, give you some literature to kind of eat on and digest, and then give you kind of some recommendations to get started. Strength training. I know, I think I probably understand what you're, you're saying as far as some of the myths. Do you want to bust some myths first, or do you want to speak to how you define strength training because you know some people may define strength training as bodybuilding or lifting mm-hmm. heavy heavy weights like how would you define strength training yeah just progressive overload that we progressively overload the muscle so that it gets stronger over time so that could be done with body weight by adding reps each week it could be done with bands by increasing the resistance of those bands or increasing the reps of those bands or the sets of those bands total uh could be with weights squat 135 one week squat 140 the next week so progressively overloading the muscle so that it has is forced to adapt and get stronger that's that's strength training yeah at, at the core the research is is pretty it'll slap you in the face and so here here's one um if Someone breaks their hip and they're over the age of 65, okay, four out of 10 people will die within a year. Hmm. When we think about fragility. Um, if you think about what? Like fragility, being fragile. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Losing, okay. losing lean muscle mass. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It is a, we would even call it wasting syndrome. As we age, we just, you see it. Older people eat like birds. Yes. And they don't, they don't do anything for their muscles. And they're just skinny fat. And it's so vital to have lean mass for longevity. Okay. So that's hip fracture mm-hmm. studies. There's studies that go into um, your increased risk of mortality, early, early mortality, early death. So when we look at hypertension, we can go, if you have hypertension, it's about, about 20%, just that single factor alone. Um, diabetes, about 30%. If you are weak relative to being strong, 250% increase risk of early mortality. If you are, I will say, on the bottom part of a VO2 max compared to the top 5% of VO2 max within individuals, if you take a, a sample. Define that for the audience. VO2 max would be just a, 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 um, it's a, it's an indicator of metabolic conditioning. So how well your cells utilize um, energy for endurance, high output training. So this is the huffing and puffing in the gym type workout. Got it. Okay. Okay. VO2 max. Um, 400% increase in early mortality. So when we look at being weak and not having an engine, your risk for early mortality is significantly Mm -hmm. raised. This is, to me, the lowest hanging fruit that you have get stronger and uh and get your respiratory system firing a little bit more efficiently okay i've heard a couple of things um as it's funny that recently i've heard them and maybe it was because we were about to do this episode but i had heard or read somewhere that one of the key factors that the older generation or the older people get um, put into a nursing home is because of thoracic lumbar movement. So they can't use, they can't go to the bathroom themselves. And so that's one of the reasons why they don't have enough strong, they don't have a strong enough thoracic mm-hmm. to go to. The, I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. It seems like that would be the case though. Well, loss of mobility, stiffness, wasting syndrome, loss of lean muscle mass, um, not eating enough. These are things that'll put you in the grave. I mean, your body's slowly dying from yeah. caloric loss and lack of physical exertion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you look at grip strength, you can just type in grip strength and longevity, and you'll see direct really? relationship. Yeah, you test someone's grip strength, and if they, if they are weak relative to being strong, they will die earlier. Weak will die earlier. Yeah. So, okay, so walking on a treadmill will not really it really won't do much for you i mean yes there's studies that show eight thousand steps a day i mean yes i i get that if we're talking steps but if that's your form of training it's not enough correct it's not enough Mm -hmm. spend your time on strength training instead of walking on a treadmill but what if i get hurt well i'd rather you get hurt today than die early I'd rather you get hurt in the gym 
than sit on a couch and die of a heart attack. So lay off the excuses of, I don't want to get hurt, okay? Get your butt in the gym, find a, find a personal trainer, and let's get, some, let's get some strength on that body, okay? So lean mass building should be the utmost importance for anyone, especially over the age of 40. You want to build that lean mass because you know what? You're going to work your butt off trying to keep it for the rest of your life. I think a lot of excuses may lie in, well, I'm too old. I can't start strength training. I didn't do it when I was younger. I don't know where to start. I feel like those are some of the excuses that you hear when you get into the late 30s, early 40s. Yeah, for sure. But again, that's why you need to be coached Mm -hmm. so they can help defeat those lies that you are telling yourself. Um, because it's, it is one of the most important things. If you're not strength training three days a week, you there's, don't have a conversation with me about a special diet. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, eat whole foods, strength train three, three days a week. You don't have to think about ketogenic. You don't think about, um, you know, going vegetarian. You don't have to complicate your health. Um, so anyway, strength training is so vital to longevity and decrease, um, decreasing your risk of early mortality. So I don't know. Most people ask like, where do we, where do we get started? Correct. Yeah. That's going to be my next question. Where do you get started? So, cause it is the beginning of the year and it's, it's interesting. Um, in the gym, in the beginning of the year, there are new people and there's also a lot of, I feel like a new people that. Um, maybe just they don't know where to start or what to do or how to do it. Yeah. So I, again, that's why you need to be coached, get a personal trainer, come over to armor. We'll help you go over to health factory. We'll help you. Um, but I'll tell you again, it doesn't have to be complicated. So when you think about strength training, a lot of people think, you know, they're just going to be on machines, but here's, here's the problem. You really need progressive overload. So if you go to the, if you go to the gym and do the exact same routine, Every Monday, in the same weight, same reps, three sets of 10, three sets of 12, and you do that, you're not progressively overloading the muscle. You're not allowing adaptations to occur, and you're not forcing your body to really recover. You're adapted to that movement, that, that volume. Mm-hmm. So you need to increase reps. You need to increase weight. You need to change movement, but something has to change. So when we look at... Um, where to start, you can start with body weight. You could do 20 squats for three sets, body weight, okay? But next week, I need you to do three sets of 25. And then the next week, I need you to do three sets of 30. And then the next week, three sets of 35. And then, hey, that's easy. So let's go ahead and throw a dumbbell in there, 15 pounds. And let's do now back it off and do three sets of 15, right? And then let's add that weight to... 20 pounds the next week, 25 pounds. And sooner or later, you're back squatting 100 pounds. That's amazing, right? How did you get there? Well, it took you six months, but you started with body weight, okay? Mm-hmm. Resistance bands, the same thing. You can start with skinnier resistance bands and just build the resistance band over time. So you can do it with anything, either increased weight, increased reps, you know, increased volume, but you just want to progressively overload the muscle to force adaptations to occur so that you build lean mass, you force growth hormone production, and you allow your uh, your body. And that's, that is also contingent upon, we'll talk about it next week, 
It's also contingent upon you're fueling your muscle properly with enough protein. Mm-hmm. But what are some of the some what are some of the myths? I mean, I I would imagine that some of the myths are I don't want to work out, I don't want to get too big, or you know stuff like mm, that. What are some? That's of the, a good one. If I yeah, if I strength train, I'll I'll look fat or I'll, I'll get too big. Get too big, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> strength training, which is absurd, is absurd. It's strength training, gaining lean mass, mm-hmm. right, is the best way to improve metabolism, burn fat, and change body composition. So, I don't know where you heard that, but I'm going to tell you it's a lie, and it's a common, it's a common lie. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you get skinny fat? Right, we talk about it. You just run on a treadmill and under eat. And that's what most people do. I was about to say that's what most people do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's a big that's a big myth out there. Yeah. I, I heard um, I, when I was going back to a couple of things that I had heard, and I hope I get this right. But he said, or someone said, you know, I wish someone would have told me that eating right and exercising and strength training was not to lose weight, but it was to be a better person and be healthy. Mm-hmm. They were taught that their entire yeah. life, that the gym is really a place to lose weight and it's not a place to get healthy. Mm. That's a good, that's good, man. Yeah, we all have body image issues, right? We look at our body and we want it to be different, better, leaner, bigger, stronger, whatever mm-hmm. we want it to be. Um, so we do have to come to a place of just like, hey, this is who I am, but um, working hard for overall health Mm -hmm. and strength training is the most important i I believe ingredient in exercise to improve body image and improve metabolism and improve hormones um you know how hard i you know how hard we work out Mm -hmm. i'm still sore yeah i do you do i look like a bodybuilder let's be honest no. Yeah. No, no thanks, man. <laughs> so I've got some muscle, but it's not like massive. No, you're pretty skinny. Yeah, I'm pretty lean. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I'm pretty. I have to work my butt off for the muscle I have, man. It's because you got you you you're gonna need to eat about eight thousand calories a day to yeah. probably put on. So. Yeah. I mean, I I work my butt off. You yeah, think? You yeah, yeah. You're gonna yeah. work harder than me, and 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 somehow gain. 50 pounds a month. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. You're not, it's, you're not going to bulk. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so. Well, I've beat you on a couple of CrossFit workouts, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get, no, you, together. you do, you have, you've, you, you do push, but you've also pushed. And I think that's the one thing people don't understand too, is, um, you, no matter where you start in your strength training, you start and you keep going and there will be days that you, you find that you're more sore than others. There will be times that you're more tired than others. But the simple fact that you are moving, it, soreness can sometimes be a good thing, you're, that you're, your muscles are adapting. And it's like you you got to start somewhere. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah. So this is probably more public service announcement. This is probably more of a kick in your butt. Um, strength training. Even, even one of my favorite patients, people, my running coach, okay, runs ultras. She's a stud. She prioritizes strength training. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All her runners strength train. Yet she does volumes, okay, 
so many miles a week. She strength trains. So this is probably episode one. Hey, prioritize strength training. Uh, if you're not currently doing it, it's your next step. Let's get going. Quit making excuses. Get a trainer. And let's start pushing some weight. Okay? You'll improve your performance. You'll improve your hormones, your metabolism, your body composition. You'll feel better. You'll save those adrenals from burning out. It, it'll change your life. And, and more importantly, it'll decrease your risk of early mortality. Yeah, that's amazing. Pretty simple, straightforward strength training. Lay the foundations of your health. This is what we're going to get into in the beginning of the year. Um, Eliza, thank you so much again for winning um, the review five-star contest. Make sure that you contact Armor Health. Um, anything you want to tease the listeners with in regards to what they expect in the other pillars? We're going to talk nutrition, okay. um, particularly protein. Okay. Um, so that's the next one. We're going to talk about um, improving sleep hygiene as well. Okay. So, yeah, those are things that are coming down the pipe. Awesome. Make sure you like, comment, and share. If you go over to Instagram, we now have a video version. So now you get to see Dr. Barrett's beautiful face <laughs> when um, he gets to say maybe something that is very good for the episode. So make sure you head over to the Instagram page, like, comment, share, repost this on your stories, and let's get um, all the information that Dr. Barrett is sharing out into the world. Thank you guys for listening to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We'll see you next episode. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.